presenting the adventures of Jungle Jim. Last week, just as Peter Hawkins thought Jungle Jim and he had found his missing son, Myra Trent told them how Ronald had disappeared again some months before. She offered to make inquiries for them through her Mandalay headquarters, and as soon as the plane was repaired, they flew there. Back in Shanghai, Lily DeVille continued her attempts to obtain a Secret Service assignment that would take her to India and Jungle Jim. While in Mandalay, Jim and Peter Hawkins were surprised to discover the moment they mentioned their names to a safari equipment agent that he declared it was impossible to fill their order. Jim immediately suspected a boycott against them, which was the work of Bhutan, the Indian hunter, the one who first told Peter of his missing son being in India. The thrilling adventures of Jungle Jim are pictured each Sunday in the Comic Weekly, the world's greatest pictorial supplement of humor and adventure. The Comic Weekly, each page printed in full colors, is distributed everywhere as an integral part of your Hearst Sunday newspaper. And now we continue our story. As Myra Trent enters the Indochina Hotel where Jim and Peter are staying in Mandalay, she overhears a turbaned Hindu speaking to the desk clerk. Have you just registered here under the name Bradley Saab and Hawken Saab? Yes. Who should I say is calling? Never mind. Are they in now? No, but if you will leave your name... I should rather not. When we meet, I should prefer to have it a surprise. Very well. Yes, Mem Saab. What can I do for you? Miss Trent calling to see Bradley Saab. I will tell them you called, Mem Saab. Oh, I'll wait till he returns. I'll be over there. Will you please let me know when he comes in, in case I miss him? Yes, Mem Saab. I beg the Mem Saab's pardon. Yes? May I have a word with her? Certainly. What is it you want? I could not help overhearing Mem Saab asking for Bradley Saab. Have you known him very long? Why, no. No, I did not think so. Well, really? And Saab looks surprised. I do not blame her. But I speak only with her welfare in mind. I think I'm quite capable of taking care of myself. And what's more, I haven't the slightest idea what you're talking about. Perhaps not. And if that is true, Mem Saab should heed the proverb of her own race, where ignorance is bliss, is folly to be wise. I'm afraid I'm just as much in the dark as ever. If you have anything to say to me, please come right out and say it. As the Mem Saab wishes. It is this. You will break off this acquaintance with Bradley Saab if you know what is best for you. Is this a threat? Shall we say it is rather a friendly warning? Of what? From whom? Mem Saab professes not to have known Bradley Saab very long. Then perhaps she does not know that he is a doomed man. Doomed man? Yes. He has the most unfortunate habit of making an appearance in places he is not wanted. India is one of them. I see. You're trying to warn me that if I persist in seeing Bradley Saab, I may find myself faced with the same fate. And then Saab is remarkably quick to comprehend. Who are you? Who I am does not matter. It is what I say that matters. And what is this doom you speak of? It concerns only those who concern themselves with that which does not concern them. And in having anything to do with Jungle Jim Bradley, I come in that classification, do I? If you persist, yes. How do I know this isn't a bluff? Then Saab will have to take my word for it at present. I don't know who you are, but no stranger can walk up to me and order me around. So here's a little information for you. Myra Trent doesn't scare as easily as you think. 
Good afternoon. The Mem Saab intends to disregard my warning? I most certainly do. I am so sorry. Then, of course, Mem Saab must take the consequences for her defiance. A short time after the oily Bhutan staged this interview, Jungle Jim and Peter Hawkins return to their hotel and learn of their mysterious visitor. A turbaned Hindu, you say, Miss Trent? Yes. So our doom is sealed, is it? That's what he said. And mine, too, if I keep up our friendship. Then we'd better say goodbye, Miss Trent. Just because some mysterious stranger walks up and tries to scare me off? No, but if this man is my enemy, I can't have you risk your personal safety by associating with me. That's very noble of you, Mr. Bradley, and I appreciate it. Then uh, you'll accept our thanks for your information and we'll each go our own way? Do you want to break up our friendship? Not me. I don't. Lord love me, miss. You being the closest link I have to my Ronnie. Oh, Governor, tell her we don't want to break off. Of course we don't, Peter, not personally. But there's no sense letting this young lady in for something unpleasant just because we're in wrong down here. She's got to work here, you know. Suppose you let me worry about that, Mr. Bradley. That's just it. I don't want to have you to worry at all, Miss Trent. This Hindu walks up and gives you a chance to save yourself. Now, for heaven's sake, take it. It's too late now. Too late? Why? I've already told him he couldn't scare me away. Bully for you, miss. You've got spunk, you have. Well, I admire your courage, Miss Trent, even if I have to admit it. It may not have been the wisest course to follow. Well, the die is cast now. Tell me, don't either of you know who our enemy is? Not exactly, but I've got an idea... I know. You've still got Bhutan on your mind, Governor. Yes, I have, Peter. As I said before, he's the only Indian that knew our plans. Blimey! You don't think he'd waste his time and money to come down here after us, do you? Perhaps not. But he may have accomplices down here. He could have wired them certain information. Yes, he could. That's right enough. But I still think you're off on the wrong set, Governor. Well, anyway, we know that we've got someone on our trail. We've got to hurry up and locate Ronnie. Oh, Miss Trent. Yes? What have you found out at your headquarters? Not very much, I'm sorry to say. The man who told of seeing a shell-shocked Englishman in Upper Burma hasn't come down from his vacation yet. Mm. But they're expecting him any day. Well, perhaps he will show up before we get out of Mandalay. I hope so. Well, I must be going now. I'll keep you informed of any new development. Uh, do that, Miss Trent. And we'll return the favor. Thanks for waiting for us. I'm glad I did. Or I might never have met my turbaned menace. Plucky girl, that, Peter. Yes. I hope she can get us the information and we get out of here before anything happens to her on account of us. Same here, Governor. Well, Peter, there are still a couple of agents we haven't interviewed about equipment. Let's see what we can do about getting some stuff together for our safari. We ought to have time before dinner. Righto, Governor. I say, supposing you don't give our names to the blooming agents. That's an idea, but how? Pay cash. Then there'll be no need to tell them who we are. Peter, that's an idea. It may work, too. These agents certainly have been wised up to our names, but they haven't been tipped off as to what we look like. Ain't that the truth, Jim? That Dutchman, you know, was as nice as crumpets the other day until he heard our names. Blessed if I don't think we could have worked this trick on him. Well, we'll certainly try it out on these other agents. Good. Hawkins, you and I are going to move out of this hotel tonight. What? Move in the middle of the night? That's just what we're going to do. Then nobody will know where we are, and we'll be able to carry on our plans in peace. Come on. Right, Governor. Back in Shanghai, Secretary Kwong Fi is deep in conference with a British intelligence officer, Sir Cecil Hardwick. I agree with you, Sir Cecil. Yes? It is to the best interests of your nation and mine to stop the smuggling of ivory and emeralds from Burma into China. Oh, quite. Or rather, uh, delighted to find you in agreement, Mr. Kwong Fi. Or uh, extremely pleased. Now, uh, 
Our next step, I should say, is to put an end to this nefarious business. Again, I am in accord, Sir Satchel. Uh, Have you any idea of the identity of the smugglers? Well, we uh, we have reason to believe that a renegade Indian prince named uh, Bhutan is their leader. Bhutan? Uh, Quite right. I shall remember that name. Yes, Bhutan. Uh, he heads a large and evidently well-organized band. They are kept well informed as to the activities of the authorities by means of which we know absolutely nothing. That is most disastrous. Oh, it is indeed, rather. For they've trapped and murdered many of our best agents uh, uh, sent to get a line on them. So? Uh, so I have uh, come to you for help from your Chinese secret service. Very well. I am prepared to place an agent at your disposal. Oh, splendid, splendid. Uh, uh, when uh, when can I meet this agent? At once, Sir Satchel. Well, by Jove, I, I've never seen such fast service. I... I must admit I half suspected your reason for this interview. The agent is waiting outside. I will call her. Uh, but... Hello? Send Mr. Villain to my office at once. Uh, but look here. I say, a woman... Yes, but she comes from our great general, Puyong Sen, with the highest recommendation. Yes, of course, I'm, I'm sure, but after all, a woman, then. Come in. Uh, come right in, Miss Devrel. Thank you, Prime. So, Cecil, I wish to present Miss Lily Devrel, the best secret agent in China. Miss Devrel, this is Sir Cecil Hardwick of the British Intelligence Office. Uh, Miss Devrel, I'm, I'm charmed. Sir Cecil, I'm honored. Well, Kong, what's the good word? You said you might have something to tell me this afternoon. Yes, and I have. Good. Sir Cecil has just requested the loan of one of our agents to assist the British government. Quite right, quite right. British government? Does that mean service in England? No, no, the agent is wanted in Burma. Burma? That's in India, isn't it? Correct, Mr. Bill. India. Uh, 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 the upper portion. I told Sir Cecil that you were available for the assignment. And How? When do you want me to start, Sir Cecil? Well, uh, well, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I hesitate to send a woman to almost certain uh, death. Oh, I thrive on danger, don't I, Kwong? It seems as though you do, Mr. Brell. <laughs> you are unusually brave and clever. You hear, Sir Cecil? Don't worry about Lily DeVille. She can take care of herself and the enemy. I'm, I'm quite sure of it, Mrs. DeVille. Uh, quite, uh, but... Uh, Really, I, I, I must point out that this is a very dangerous mission. Tell him about the Purple Triangle assignment, Kwong. It was due largely to the initiative and resourcefulness of Miss Devrell that we were able to break up the threatened Purple Triangle revolution. Indeed. That is most interesting, most... Or, uh, congratulations, I'm sure. Thank you. And now, I wait my orders. Very well. Uh, if I can't dissuade you... Uh, now, here, here are your credentials. Thanks. Uh, you will report to Colonel R.D.H. Scott in Mandalay. Mandalay? Sir Cecil, you're the answer to a maiden's prayer. Uh, I beg your pardon, Mr. Bill. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You see, I've been praying to get to Mandalay, and now you're actually sending me there. Oh. When do I start? Well, uh, you leave by plane in 12 hours. Sir Cecil, I'm practically there. <laughs> And now we return to Jungle Jim and Peter Hawkins back in Mandalay. Well, it worked, Peter. It did that. We managed to get most of our equipment. 
And if we only had our elephants, we'd be all ready to take the jungle tomorrow morning. Right you are. And I'm glad my little scheme of holding back our names worked, too. It was clever of you to move us over to this hotel in the middle of the night. Our snooping Hindu won't find us here. No one knows where we've gone. Oh, I say, hold on. What for? Well, what about Miss Trent? How'll she find out? Oh, that's all right, Peter. She knows all about it. In fact, she's on her way over here now. And she's bringing a package that came for it. It's probably one of the things they forgot to send with our equipment. Maybe that's the little lady now. I'll open the door, Jim. So this is where you're hiding out? Yes, miss. Come in. Here, miss. Let me take that package for you. Well, come on in, Miss Trent. Sit down. Thanks. Yeah, that's it. Now, uh, what's in the package you brought? I don't know. Exactly. I said it came for you this morning. I wonder what it is. I thought all the equipment had been delivered. Quite a chunky little bundle it is, too, Governor. Here you go, Jim. Hey, wait. Hmm? I say, we didn't order an alarm clock, did we? No, why? Well, blimey, if this don't sound like one ticking away. Ticking? Yes, just listen to it. Peter! Douse that package in the fire bucket there quick. And ruin a perfectly good alarm clock, I don't think. Don't you understand? Hurry, Peter. That's no clock. That's a time bomb. Evidently, Bhutan and the Tiger's Claw Band will stop at nothing to keep Jungle Jim out of India. The adventures you have just heard dramatized are pictured in full-color action pictures in the Comic Weekly, distributed with your Hearst Sunday newspaper everywhere. In the world's greatest supplement of humor and adventure, the Comic Weekly, you will find all the famous characters who live in the world of color pictures. There's the Katzenyammer Kid, Jiggs and Maggie, Skippy, Toots and Casper, Barney Google, Flash Gordon, and many, many others. See all these famous characters in your copy of next Sunday's Comic Weekly. And don't forget our date next week, same time, same station, for a continuation of the adventures of Jungle Jim. <laughs> 